0: Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken Strength Under Control. Matthew five fourteen through 16 says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the room. I'm sorry, in the house, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. Well, we are back. I took a break last week. I hope you guys had a good weekend and everything has been going well. Um, So many things have been going on, uh, working and then still, you know. Pre-birthday shenanigans, um, countdown to my 50th is on. Um, It's been on for the last mm, 43 days already, I believe. I have an awesome sister who has been celebrating me um, every day for the last 40 plus days. And she decided that she would do this for 50 days. And so it's been a blessing, Um, just, you know, the nature of the beast. Um, And so, you know, I don't really want to be on here long, but tonight I really wanted to, you know, talk about choices, decisions, and, you know, it's so interesting because we we all have the ability to, you know, choose. Um, and so a lot of times, you know, depending on the circumstance and the situation, you know, sometimes we don't make the right decisions. Sometimes we don't make the right choices, you know, um, But at the end of the day, you know, I'm just grateful and thankful that God still loves me in spite of the decisions that I make and the choices that I make. Um, Some of them not very proud of. And then there are others, you know. With it. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, this is really about choices. And as we come to. The end of the month, you know, it was breast cancer awareness, mental health awareness and domestic violence awareness month. And, you know, I have seen a little bit of each one of those um, in my life, whether it's been in my bloodline or people that I I've no, I know um, dealing with stuff like this. And so, um, yeah. Yeah. But other than that, I hope you guys have just, you know, been enjoying the weather. If you live in Charlotte, um, it's been a little cool in the mornings, but nice in the afternoons. But yet, I'm still grateful and thankful. Um, so, so many different things have, have transpired since the last time that we were here in this place. Um, but I'm just grateful and thankful to God. So tonight, let's just jump right on in. Um, I chose the topic Eve and Mary, the mother of Jesus. I can't even explain to you why I chose Eve and Mary. Well, initially it was supposed to have been just Mary, the mother of Jesus, because, you know, we don't talk a lot about her. Whether it's a lot to say about her or not, it's still very pertinent. It's still very valuable for where we are today. Because had it not been for a decision and a choice that she made our savior. Not to say that God wouldn't have had a ram in the bush if she decided not to accept the assignment. But because she did accept the assignment. that She's the reason why Christ came here. He was born through her. And so. Just real grateful. So tonight I'm going to be talking about Eve and Mary. So of course, you know, I Google a lot because I'm the Google queen. Love to just, yeah, you know, Google, get a lot of information, right? So let me just give you a little background of what their names mean. Eve, the meaning of her name resembles the word for living, Eve was the first woman, wife. She's considered mother of all living. But she also was a part of the fall of the human race as well. Mary. Mary mean, means star of the sea or bitterness or sea of bitterness or rebellion. Now, you might look at that as something negative, but looking a little bit further into it, the star of the sea, you know, mariners that um, they would use the stars to find guidance and to discern which direction they were going. Now, that should be real familiar because the three wise men used a star to find where Jesus was. Anyway... Um, Mary's bitter suffering at the cross and her many tears of sorrow is where the bitterness comes from. She is, she was the Virgin Mary, the favored one, favored one, the mother of Christ, our savior. Um, The vessel used to bring the savior that would save the human race. And so you have, One who was first woman, wife, mother of all the living. Then you have one who was a virgin, very young, um, but Christ came through her. Different assignments, but did they understand what the assignment was? And so, you know, Eve being the first woman, you know, she was created from God from, she was created by God from Adam's rib. She's considered to be the mother of all humanity. And the thing that I thought was interesting, you know, she was, she was made in God's image, right? She was made in God's image. So, and she was already an adult. This is unheard of. Just like a virgin, a child, a virgin conceiving a child. Meaning not have had any sexual relations with anybody to get pregnant. So that was unheard of. But she was an adult. Which meant that he gave her knowledge and training that she would need to survive. She was the mother of all people and probably gave birth to countless babies over a hundred, over hundreds of years. Well, we know about a few of their kids that they had. Um, of course, you know, they don't talk much about their children other than Cain and Abel. Um, The ones that we are very familiar with, but they had other kids. She was created to help man because it was not good for him to be alone. Now, Mary. Was the direct opposite. She was a young woman. Um, She was already. In what they probably would have considered to be an arranged. She was already betrothed to a man. For an arranged marriage. Um, so she was probably around the age of 14. Now let's keep in mind. She probably did. What most 14 year olds do. So she's not without. You know sin. So to speak. Um, because. Because we know how we acted at 14. She might not have been doing some of the things that we, do- that we would have been doing when we were her age. But yet instead, you know, she still was basically a child. She was a young woman, you know. Um, and also the one thing that I thought was interesting was, was that Joseph was much older than her. And it was very likely that she became a widow, at a young age, hence the reason why Jesus asked John to take care of her at the cross, because her husband was already gone. So she was a single mom, and I don't know about y'all, but I can relate to that. You know, um, just when you think the father of your kids is going to be around um, to help raise your, you know, raise the children. Things happen. You know, if we had to bring it up to a modern day. Things happen. You know, and what I thought was interesting was. was Usually when I I pick a topic. God begins to talk to me and, and he'll talk to me even right up to the day of when I'm getting ready to do this live, basically. And so. Um, I thought that we all could relate to Eve and to Mary. It's about choices. It's about decisions, you know, in God's word, he says, choose ye this day whom you will serve. Will it be God or will it be man? You know, the choice, he gives us a choice. And that's the thing that I love most about the Lord is that. He gives us a choice. He, you know, and so even though Eve was already an adult, Mary was a young woman. So the training that Eve, the knowledge and training that Eve already was given, Mary had to learn that. And it put me in the mind of the Proverbs 31 woman. Women are not born that way. You go through different things in life that prepares you and train you to become the Proverbs 31 woman. So I believe that during that time when Mary was um, betrothed to get married to Joseph, that she was also being, you know, she had to deal with training and be equipped to become the wife. You know, that Joseph needed. Now, keep in mind, though, when they got married, well, before they got married, she was already pregnant by way of the Holy Spirit. And Joseph was going to put her away quietly because he did not want her to have to deal with shame, you know, and just different things like that. But it wasn't until the angel of the Lord that God spoke to him not the angel of the Lord, but God spoke to him and said, don't do that. You know, and could you just imagine like a man you engaged to be married to y'all been waiting for the honey, you know, the night of the wedding, to consummate the marriage and all that other good stuff. And then you go to him and say, I'm pregnant by the spirit. Could you imagine what his facial expression probably was like or what his thoughts was like? That took a lot of faith on his part to just trust and believe in what God said. Y'all, I don't know if I could have did it, you know. Um, But when I think about Eve and how she was created in God's image, And given the training and the knowledge, could you just imagine how awesome that was for for her? Um, And the only thing that she was told to do was subdue the land, be fruitful and multiply. And interestingly enough, she allowed the devil to get in her ear I thought this was an interesting concept because I never realized this until one day I was having a conversation with my auntie and she said think about it Eve was not afraid of Satan when he approached her so he didn't look like a snake in the garden and if he was a snake he wasn't one that was slithering on the ground until he was cursed by the Lord. But could you just, just humor me for just a second. Think about how she was not afraid of any animal in the garden, which meant that he studied her. He knew she was the weaker link between the two. Now, often my thought process is, is where was Adam at when all this was going on? Right. Because most of the time, you know, when you're involved with someone, they're very protective of you. If they care about you, they're, they're covering you, they're protecting you, you know, and just different things like that. But Adam was, I guess, working, but he studied her. And she didn't even realize she was being watched. Basically, and that's just like most of us. You don't know who's watching. You don't know who's looking. You know, you have some people that come into your life because they genuinely and truly care about what happens to you, who you are. But then there are other people who come into your life that only care about what you can do for them or what they can talk about you to other people. And so I just thought it was interesting that he was familiar to her. She was comfortable with him. Enough to talk. So she wasn't afraid of of him in the garden. So now, I don't know about y'all, but it's weird. Because there's no way... Uh, truthfully speaking I don't like snakes I'm afraid of them matter of fact about a week ago I think I had a dream about uh, a couple times about snakes um and not enough to scare me to wake me up but yeah it's scary but the fact that he studied her he watched everything that she did and he used that to his advantage how many times do we let people come into our lives or do things that they, use, they tend to use to their advantage over us? So, yeah, but anyway, let me get back on task. So now, Eve allowed herself to be deceived But how many of us have allowed ourselves to be deceived? And this was something that I thought was interesting. Eve listened to a lie. She believed the lie and then acted on the lie. What? How did she act on the lie? She added her own conditions to God's command. Now we know his word to be true. You can't add nothing and you can't take nothing from it. And so, but Mary listened to an angel, believed what the angel said, and then had faith about what the angel said. See? Two women, two different assignments. One understood her assignment and the other one didn't. Eve didn't understand the assignment because clearly if she had understood the assignment, she would not have never allowed herself to be deceived. She would have followed God's word just as she was given instruction to. And then even at that, when she was caught red handed, she pointed the finger. Matter of fact, her Adam was pointing the finger. She, Adam was pointing the finger at her and she was pointing the finger at the snake. how many times do we get caught up in things and we don't want to take ownership for it we want to blame somebody else for it we you know blaming just seems easier to justify why your behaviors is the way that but it's not I think that if she had taken responsibility and accountability this might have we might be looking at something totally different here And so she had, she was given so much being created in his image, everything that they had, God did not hide that from them. He just said, don't eat from the tree. And isn't that just like us, even as kids, you know, I can remember telling my kids, don't touch that. It's hot. What they got to do, they got to touch it to see. It's no different. She was told not to. There was a command that was given not to touch that. And she didn't listen. She allowed the devil to get in her ear. And so um, she was, like I said, the weaker vessel and he knew Satan knew that Satan knew that she was the weakest link basically and he used it to his advantage and instead of her trusting God's word she she basically looked with her natural eye instead of looking with her spiritual I, and then remembering the commandment that was given. Let me move on. Um, the thing about Mary was, was that she had found favor in the sight of the Lord. Like I said, she wasn't perfect, but she still was the vessel that was used to bring Christ here. And I'm sure she had her challenges You know, because when you think about it, she was 14 years old. Could you just imagine like what she what kind of ridicule she would have been faced amongst her peers, you know, and just different things like that, that she was pregnant. She had knew no man, but she was already with child and just the different things that she was going to. But she didn't even care about that. She heard the assignment and she had enough faith to believe what the angel told her. So even if they, if, even if she was ridiculed, even if she had to go through some things publicly, be humiliated, she was, she was not fully prepared for that, but she was going to trust that God already had her taken care of Eve had so much from the very beginning, but she didn't trust God's word. She didn't trust it enough to just do what he asked them not to do. And then she didn't take ownership of it. And so I just still believe that that probably, this would have probably been a whole different thing had we been, had she just followed instructions. So some strengths that each one of them, Eve, she was modest. Once she knew she was naked, she covered herself. And that's usually how we are. You know, we're smart enough to do things that we think are appropriate for the situation. But sometimes that. Can be costly as well. Um, Strengths that Mary possessed meditation. Mary was a first hand witness of a lot of amazing miracles and astonishing phenomena. So, She responded in humility. In fact, she didn't understand everything that was going on. Much of it was a mystery to her, but she stored the things in her heart for meditation and tried to make sense of it. So she knew that she was carrying the savior. Now, I can't even imagine what that might've been like trying to raise him and then realizing the different, things that he possessed by way of God. (laughs) The spirit, I couldn't even imagine, but she got a firsthand witness of a child that she was told who would be born to save the sins. He would bear the sins of the world on, on his shoulders. And so she probably had no clue about parenting at 14 who would she's still a kid so there was things that she had to learn but she had enough faith to believe that God had her and Eve did not trust God enough to provide even though She was in a place that was beautiful. It was his creation. And she had first dibs on everything. But she let the deceiver get in her ear. She believed a lie. And then she tried to shift the blame. She acted on it, but she tried to shift the blame. And Satan knew he used the word honor. He didn't use it correctly. But then this was my thought process too. Now, if God gave Adam and Eve the word when he created them, he spoke to them. And he spoke, you know, everything. He spoke that into them. Now, how did she get it mixed up? Ain't that just like. Somebody who gossip. They can't never tell the story straight. So by the time it get back to you. It's got three or four different versions. And. Nine times out of ten. We usually be believing stuff. That people have came back and told us. Because usually it's somebody that. You know we know. Or are familiar with. You know. And so it's no different. But she believed. What he told her, even though she had run of the mill of everything, she had access to God daily because he walked with them in the new of the garden daily. She had access to that. I couldn't even imagine. So her faith, she didn't even have enough faith to believe in who created her, whereas Mary even though it was a difficult thing to believe. In the history of the world, it had never happened. It is a fact or a law of science that virgins cannot have children. Just like Eve being a full-fledged adult when God created her. She wasn't born into the world. She was created from His Adam's ribs. So they were two full fledged adults. But Mary had enough faith to believe. True faith is actually not dependent on proofs or signs. This doesn't mean it is unreasonable. It is not unreasonable to expect that God could accomplish the miracle, nor that he would want that he would nor that he would want to. And what I mean by that is, is that, again, we know that there isn't anything impossible or too hard for him. Two different women, you had the beginning of creation, and then you had the mother of the Savior, mother of all living, mother of the Savior. Two assignments, one is understood and one definitely didn't understand two people who had choices, free will. Mary could have easily said, nah, I don't know what this is. I'm not trying to go into my marriage wrecking stuff, you know, but she trusted God enough. She trusted the word of the Lord enough. Um. The other thing, her faith was at his birth was increased throughout his life so now he born basically in a barn in a manger around animals you know people looking for him and I couldn't even imagine what her thought process was like considering they weren't very rich they were poor she probably was thinking how are we gonna raise him You know, how is this going to happen? How is that going to happen? Like, that would be just a natural thing to have happen. You know, you, it's, God don't get surprised by the fact that our human instincts kick in and we tend to question so many or have so many doubts about different things. And that's exactly what Eve did. She, she doubted what she was told. Mary didn't. Mary took it and she did one day at a time. If it would just have to be bringing her to modern day, I believe she walked that by faith one day at a time. Even though she did not know. How could she? Mary was submitted to the word of God. I want to say that Eve was too until she allowed The devil to get in her ear, and she became submitted to what she saw versus who created her. And so, I think that again, Mary. That was a different, that had to be a, a task and a half for her and for Joseph because he had to trust and believe what he was told because he was just, he wasn't, you know, Joseph was like, nah, this ain't right. This, you know, how can this be? We ain't been together. We ain't even married yet, you know. And so Joseph had a decision also. He either could have allowed whatever ridicule she was going to face or whatever struggles they were going to have to deal with or challenge to cause him to walk away. Or he could do just what he did. That was make a decision, have enough faith to trust in what the Lord said. Mary was willing to obey even if she was ridiculed. Even if she was put down, even if she was talked about, even if she wasn't going to be able to be married, she had no clue how this was going to work. We are to obey regardless of the outcome or consequence. Submission is only difficult when it's either against what we ourselves want or comes with a price, and usually. Those are the reasons why we struggle with submitting because there's a sacrifice or there's some type of price. And if it don't benefit us in some kind of way, you know, some of us sacrifices that, yeah, we make it a lot more difficult. And I could just think about like plenty of times where I struggle. I had a difficult decision that I had to deal with just this week. And I literally, y'all, struggled with making this decision. Why? I can't really tell you why, truthfully speaking. And I'm being honest. It shouldn't have been a struggle, but it was. Anytime you have emotions, feelings, and just different things like that caught up in, Whatever it is that you're doing, that's what makes it difficult. Sometimes, you know, when you overthink, I know that there's been times when I've just thought something through so long that I I second guess myself and where I thought I was making the right decision. I didn't make the right decision, you know, and so. When you think about. Mary and Eve. Eve saw God the way she was or the way she saw herself. She got ahead of herself. She was too comfortable with where she was. Mary saw God the way he was. She understood the assignment and she didn't back down. She didn't. She didn't go half cocked like most of the time, you know, she had all the information, even though she didn't have every detail of how it was going to work. She had enough. And it was her faith. That. Kept her on the path with the assignment that she was given, it was because of her faith. And so I'm just grateful and thankful that. She. um understood the assignment. Eve didn't even look at the training, the information that she was already given. So he gave her what she needed to fulfill the assignment that was given to her, but she let someone in her ear. And, you know, I heard a pastor a while back say that she ate a thought it really wasn't like a piece they use a piece of fruit but it was really a thought and she doubted who created her and so I would just say this to say that we have to be very careful about who we allow in our ears what we allow in our in our eye gates what we allow in our ear gates because that has the ability to impact how you move. And when I tell you, I don't know how many times that I didn't have different people in my ear, but there was different thoughts that I had that caused a chain of reaction to different things in my life that I probably could avoid uh, have avoided had I just not trust the process and a lot of and see Mary trusted the process she didn't know how it was gonna be she none of that she was 14 growing up she was married And now she has this child that she had to raise. She had other children, just like Eve had other children. But could you just imagine how the other kids must have felt growing up with him? Like he was the child that, you know, everybody was talking about. And so a lot of her attention went to him. So, you know, we deal with that. That's 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 an everyday thing. I mean, I don't know about any of y'all, but, you know, I got two kids. And the girl, <laughs> yeah, she gave me a lot of problems. The boy didn't. And so a lot of attention went on what she was doing. Not that I neglected him, but a lot of attention. And even though it wasn't good attention a lot of my attention and focus had to be making sure that I kept her safe and just different and making decisions about different things that she didn't always, we didn't see eye to eye on and she was very rebellious. And I think back to how rebellious I was as a kid growing up also, not to the extent that she was, but I was. And so we just got to be careful about things like that. So it's a matter of a choice and a decision. And God gives us free will. He's not going to override our will. And so don't allow what you see or what you hear to influence your choices and your decisions because sometimes they could lead you down a path and a road that may not be good, may not be a path that you are prepared for. And we have to be careful. I hope you all got something out of this because again, it really was about two women who had two different assignments. One understood her assignment. The other one did not. And it's about our choices and our decisions. And so I want to thank you tonight for joining me. Um, You know, again, it's been a (laughs) It's been a long couple of days. I hope that you all have had a good weekend and your week has started off good. And you... so let me just share with you real quick before I get off. Um, my sister's organization, more than my pretty face, um, had their first meeting last week. It was an awesome, uh, turnout And the young girls, I'm just excited to see what God is going to do in their lives and how we'll be making a difference. Um, If you want to volunteer or you want to donate, you can go to morethanmyprettyface.org. On the website, it has all the information um, about how to become a volunteer, how to donate. We are also doing a Krispy Kreme Donut fundraiser. You can reach out to me if you're interested by email. My email address is Robin, R-O-B-I-N, Griggs, G-R-I-G-G-S, all one word, at Hotmail.com. And I can send you the information about the fundraisers. We are actually going to have a couple fundraisers going on at, um, until the end of the year to just kind of help raise money for these youth girls. Um, but we're excited uh, about what God is doing. Just so grateful and so thankful to be a witness and be a part. If you had not had a chance to, um, my book is out. It's in Amazon. Broken, to be or not to be, that is the question. Grateful and thankful even for what God is doing with that. Um, If you know anyone who's interested in sponsoring my podcast, just look me up. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. And y'all, there will be a podcast next week, even though it's the day before my birthday. But pre-birthday shenanigans are still going on. I'm excited. Um, I will be 50 is definitely a milestone. I don't know what God has planned in this next chapter of my life, but I'm ready. I'm I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to have enough faith to believe that wherever he is taking me to, he's going to provide. He's going to equip me. He's going to give me everything that I need to do what he wants me to do in this next season of my life. So just again, I want to say thank you for joining I hope you all have a good evening. Um, This platform is on other platforms such as Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Podbeam, of course, um, Google, um, Breaker. And so I just want to take time again. I'm your host, Robin. Thank you for tuning in. Peace and blessings to you.